Vibrant. 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 Music teaching. Proven and practical tips, strategies, and ideas for, for music, music teachers. teachers. You're listening to the Vibrant Music Teaching Podcast. I'm Nicola Canton, and today we're talking about technique books that you might find useful in your studio. You can find the accompanying article that goes along with this episode at vibrantmusicteaching.com slash 162 or colorfulkeys.ie slash 162 if you're not a member yet. Welcome back, beautiful teachers. All of this month, we've been talking about technique here on the podcast. And this last episode of the month, I wanted to take a moment to share some books with you that you might find useful if you want to dive in further. So I do recommend that you go back and check out our other episodes so far if you missed any of them. They'll provide a great foundation and some interesting things to think about in the area of technique. But if you're feeling a little bit like, oh, I don't know if I'm missing something with technique or... I'm not sure where I can learn more, or I just want to make sure all my bases are covered, then these books could be a great place to go. Now, many of us were not taught the most amazing technique growing up, or we weren't taught in a systematic way, and we kind of came about things maybe in a haphazard fashion, and we feel like we have good technique now. So I want to say right up front that if you're in that first camp where you just feel like you weren't taught technique at all and you're not sure your technique is good now, then I really recommend you go get a teacher, okay? Because you could be passing on habits that you just have no idea are there to your students. We don't know what we don't know. So If you are in the camp of, uh, I think I sort of play okay, but no one's ever talked to me about this, or I've never really checked with anyone about whether I'm playing efficiently, then I really, yeah, it's worth investing in some lessons. If you're in the second camp, though, you are feeling like you play well now, but you don't really know how you got here, or you do know how you got here, but it was through maybe having an injury or just not being efficient with the way you're playing and then retraining yourself. And so the way you approach technique and how you got here is different to how your students are going to experience it. Give you an example. Let's say you hurt your, you experienced RSI and you went to an Alexander technique trainer and you cured a lot of your things and you developed more efficient playing habits from there. Well, that's not the route you're recommending to your students, right? You don't want them to injure themselves and then fix themselves. You want them to develop those healthy habits from the beginning. So if that is the case, I think books can be a great place to look at this because the book medium just lends itself more than a podcast, more than a blog post surrounded about the place or YouTube videos or anything else. i write books myself and I love them because they have that systematic step-by-step kind of way of looking at things that gives you a broad overview but you can see easily the trajectory it follows, right? Courses go deep on a specific thing but books can give you that sweeping overview that can be really useful in a situation like this. So I want to recommend some technique books to you today but in case you did miss any of the previous episodes this month, or you've not heard me talk about this before, let's briefly just define what I mean by technique. 
So technique to me does not mean scales. Scales are a type of technical exercise. Other types of technical exercises include cherny pieces and exercises, Hannon, or um, some of the Bergmullers, or dozen a day, or many of the things in what method book would call a technique book. Okay, so that's what I call technical exercises. I like to make this distinction and maybe harp on it a little bit because I think it is so important. Because if you mix up the two, you can end up under the impression that if you just do lots more scales, if you just keep going, if you just hammer through more and more and more, you're going to develop good technique. And that's not the case. You can play scales with terrible technique, and if you play them 50,000 times, it won't change, right? So you have to have that technique knowledge to go along with the technical exercises. And technique to me means how do you use your body to play the piano? How do you use your body to create the sounds that you want to create? So that's what we're looking at here. And that's what we want to glean from these books. Not saying any of them don't have technical exercises but they should have some kind of actual technique training to make it onto this list. I'm going to start with a book that is entirely in a class of its own, and I find myself recommending this more than probably any other book beside maybe Piano Safari Method books, or my own books. And that is What Every Pianist Needs to Know About the Body. It is by Thomas Mark, and... There isn't any other book that I know of like it. I would love to find another one so that we have, you know, different perspectives or different ways. But maybe this is just, maybe there only needs to be one book on this. I don't know. It's fantastic. So what this is, is it's an anatomical look at pianistic technique or what exactly what it sounds like. I'm trying to rephrase the title of the book, but I can't do it better than the title. Let me say the title again. It is called What Every Pianist Needs to Know About the Body. That's it. That's what it is. And so you'll find anatomical sketches and explanations of the different body parts and how we use them to play the piano. And like I say, I recommend this more than any other book because I feel like a lot of piano teachers wonder this. They want to understand the body better, but they don't want to look at a textbook meant for medical students, right? So this is the perfect, specific text for for us for that. And like I say, if you know a similar one, let me know. The next one on my list is called Animal Adventures. This is by Piano Safari. So Piano Safari create the Piano Safari method books, which include these exercises, but they also have this supplemental book called Animal Adventures. And what Animal Adventures does is it just pulls out only the technique stuff from the main piano safari method. So if you want to use, if you love your method book but it doesn't cover technique, or you just want to understand piano safari's approach to technique without using the method book itself, Animal Adventures is a great place to go. So this is not a sort of teacher textbook like the previous one. It is a book you would use with students, but it's also great for you to look through. So even if you're not considering using it with your student you could teach yourself like pretend to be teaching a student and be a mock student yourself and try out the ideas and learn a huge amount from it 
So it takes you through all of their basic animal techniques, which form the foundation of how they teach technique and articulation specifically within Piano Safari. The next one is Technique Trainer by Jackie Sharp. So Technique Trainer, a lot of the foundations of this one are in alignment with how Piano Safari teaches technique, and you'll find that throughout my list here. So I'm not going to recommend a method or a book that tells you to play legato Hannon over and over and over, because that's not how I think you should start with technique, right? So as with any perspective, as with any podcast episode or blog, anything, it comes with a perspective. It comes with a view of how I think things should work. And so Technique Trainer pretty closely aligns to the progression that Piano Safari follows, which is going from non-legato to legato slowly, and then staccato from there. And also talking a lot about arm weight and the different ways we use our bodies to play the piano. So Technique Trainer, again, is one that you could use with students or just use as a way to get inside the process that Jackie Sharp would recommend. It is more, it's definitely fine to use with kids, but they won't. It's not a super kiddie method. And so the way I use this the most, I actually have a studio license of this, and I print it out from time to time or print out specific pages so that I can use them with adult students mostly or sometimes teen transfer students. So it's great for that. It also has videos that she links to where you can see Jackie doing it herself, which many adult students of mine have said have found really useful because they see me doing it at the lesson, but seeing another person do it as well brings that to life. And maybe that's their polite way of telling me it's more useful to see Jackie doing it, but I really think it is the doubling up that makes it sink in, especially for adults, older adults who find it really quite difficult to incorporate new movements into how they use their bodies, it can be useful to see different people doing it. I mean, it's similar to if you do workouts or yoga or Pilates and you have a few different teachers, that often helps ingrain the movements a lot better than if you just follow one because their body has quirks and they'll move in a specific way and it might not always give you the fullest picture. Next up, we have The Complete Pianist by Penelope Roskell. Now, this one is epic. <laughs> when she says The Complete Pianist, she does mean it. And I would say it specifically in terms of technique. She means it. So this takes a really holistic, whole approach to piano technique. It is a wonderful tome, but it is definitely a tome. And it would be great if you want to get really deep in the weeds. So maybe you try one of the previous books on my list here. Maybe you walk through Technique Trainer and then you say, oh yeah, okay, now I really want to go further. I want to know everything there is to know from one person's perspective, but still in a very in-depth way. Well, Penelope Roskills would be great for there. Or maybe you haven't dived into any of the others and you're just thinking, I've got the whole summer off from teaching. I want something really weighty and with a lot of substance that I can dive into. Um, so yeah, that would be a great one. Again, that's The Complete Pianist by Penelope Roskell. And I'll just mention again here that, of course, we have all of this laid out in an article in a written form. So go to vibramusicteaching.com slash 162 or 
colorfulkeys.ie slash 162 if you're not a member and you will find the full list there and links to them on all the good places where you can buy them. The next one in this first section of dedicated technique books is Fit for Piano by Ray DeLille. So this, I would say, sits somewhere between the complete pianist and technique trainer in terms of its depth and weightiness and, I guess, friendliness. Not any, not that any of them are unfriendly or, you know, too technical in their language, but this would be definitely a medium spot for me between the complete pianist and technique trainer. So Fit for Piano also comes with videos like Technique Trainer, which is great. And you can see the techniques in action if you get the ebook version. I'm sure the print book probably gives you links or something like that. I just haven't seen it firsthand. But you can get the ebook version, and that's great because it means no shipping and you can easily access any of the links and all that good stuff. So I would recommend it in that format. That is available on Ray's website, and again, you can get the links in the article that goes along with this episode. So those are my dedicated technique books that I want to recommend to you. My goal here is not to give you every technique book under the sun, by the way. It's to narrow it down, because I want to, as always, reduce your overwhelm, help you take action on one next thing that's good for you, but not get bogged down in all the different options. I want to give you a few more options, though, as a place to learn about technique in piano method books. So we've covered the dedicated technique books. Now let's look at a few piano method books that I think in particular can teach you a lot about technique. So we'll start with Piano Safari. This is kind of doubling up, but if you want to take the other approach to technique, if you don't want to go the just technique route and do animal adventures and explore that as a supplement, Maybe you want to explore the full method, it is great for other reasons. So look up my YouTube video about why I love that so much, or look up their site to see their teacher guides and how they do things over there. You can also read through a lot of their teacher resources on their site before you even purchase the method, which is great because this information needs to be out there, and I hope and I believe it'll only make their method stronger that they give out all that information for free. I just think it's wonderful that they do that and it means that you can see how they approach things. So that's pianosafari.com and then two more methods that I believe can teach you a lot about technique and there's definitely more that could fit into this category but I'll highlight two. First one is Tales of a Musical Journey. This is by Irina Gorin. Irina Gorin is originally from Russia but she lives in the US and that's where she's Taught, I believe for all of her teaching has been in the US actually. Uh, I could be wrong about that. But she came from that Russian school and when she came to the US and she saw the five finger position approach, she was sort of aghast and she couldn't find any English language or US based method book that used the approach that she would prefer, which is to start with one finger, play non legato gradually eventually doing things like five finger positions but focusing a lot more on letting the hand contract naturally and so I learned a lot from Irina especially at the beginning of my journey teaching preschoolers. I don't use Tales of a Musical Journey much in my studio but I have used it in the past and I think 
just use sometimes just using a method book once can teach you so much about that particular pedagogue's approach to technique or to some other aspect and you can carry that forward with you even if you end up preferring another method or only using that method occasionally with certain types of students. The other way you can learn from Irina, which I think is wonderful, is on her YouTube channel. Many people will be familiar with this. She has a wonderful YouTube channel where she posts videos of her actual teaching. So you get to see Irina sitting at the piano with these students, um, often very young beginners, and working with them and how she teaches technique there. So look up Irina Gorin on YouTube for sure. And then the last one is Piano Adventures. And actually, the place I recommend you look in Piano Adventures to learn about technique is their teacher guide. I don't think many people even know this exists, but Piano Adventures have a teacher guide for just the primer level. As far as I'm aware, it's only for that level. But if you look up their teacher guide for the primer level and purchase that, even if you don't use the primer book, I think you can learn a lot there about how they approach technique and their philosophy on it. And this doesn't align fully with the way I teach anymore, but again, it's something I've learned a huge amount from. You also can find, I hope you can still find these, but on their site, the Piano Adventures site, they had lesson videos. I haven't watched these in about, I don't know, four years, (laughs) something like that, but they're probably still there. So if you look them up, there's videos of Nancy Faber herself teaching lessons and you can see how she explores technique there and there's also videos which are more like lectures for teachers from Randall Faber so if you're not familiar Piano Adventures was written by a married couple Randall Faber and Nancy Faber so yeah those videos are great to look at too now that I think about it all right so that's your rundown of eight great books to dive into technique remember our mantra though just do one thing. So don't go buy all of those books because honestly, you won't dive into all of them at the same time. So there's no point. Pick out one, whichever one appeals to you the most. If you want to learn more about teaching technique or different approaches, pick out one of those that sounds intriguing and sounds doable and sounds fun to you and go grab it. Grab it instantly if it's an ebook or go order it and commit to diving into it. Set aside some time to actually explore it before you grab another one from the list, okay? Awesome stuff, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode and this entire month and technique. I'm looking forward to seeing you back here next week when we'll be going into Transfer Student Month. So, great topic coming up. I'll see you then. If you ever get overwhelmed by all the different teacher training options out there, Vibrant Music Teaching is the place for you. We nickname our members Flamingos because they're masters of balancing all of the things and making it all work in a way that isn't overwhelming. We have tools to help you do that inside Vibrant Music Teaching. So go to vmt.ninja and sign up today.